Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> are we are we rebranding as Shy Guys? <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be my new thing. Hey, hey, welcome to the uh, the Shy Podcast. Um, why don't you why don't you tell me about yourself? <laughs> All right. Well, I, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. <laughs> it's just us. I thought I could. <laughs> covering our mouths going (laughs) it's disgusting (laughs) really really grotesque behavior absolutely (laughs) it's not a diaper fetish but it kind of spiritually it's diaper fetish adjacent (laughs) for sure yeah it's a it's cleaner it's a little cleaner that's all yeah um, Welcome to the sometimes readers, aka the comic book men. This lately, yeah. at least, right? Sometimes we're reading novels. This time we're reading <laughs> picture graphic book? novelettes, picture books for babies. <laughs> no, these are not for babies. These are for teenagers, dark teenagers with sick, twisted sensibilities. Right. I'm Dan. I'm Rob. That's Rob. You knew that. You knew that. And we are finishing up. We're finishing up the second arc of uh, Lock and Key titled Head Games revolves around the head key, our favorite key. Mm -hmm. One of one of the greats. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it is one of the great keys. When you think of the great keys. um, Mm -hmm. Alicia. Sure. Um, The Florida keys. Uh, That's right. The black keys. Sure. Yeah. Just kidding. (laughs) They kind of suck, don't they? (laughs) You know what? Okay. Here's my take on the black keys. I don't think they've made a good album in 10 years, um, at least minimum. I I would have to check their like uh, thing, but I did enjoy Mm -hmm. their first like three albums. Yeah, it's like we were all we were like the white stripes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? We're like that's good generally. Yeah. And these guys were like, you know what the problem with the White Stripes is? Can't play it in a car commercial. Ah, well, that, I think, is the major problem with uh, their songs. Even their older songs is that the, like, super catchy ones just, like, a little too catchy. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's too yeah. catchy. And everybody is just they are like, grab and hold. Yeah. I, they, to me, I, I was never really into them. Mm-hmm. Their aesthetic to me is like you go to a bar that just opened that's calling itself a dive bar. Yeah. That's what's playing. That kind of thing. Uh-huh. It's also like blues imagine dragons. Pentatonic <laughs> imagine dragons. Pentatonic imagine dragons. I can't really it's No, I, I get it. I, they've I, they've got more dignity than Imagine Dragons. Not really. Um Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't yeah, I don't think so. Um Yeah, I could see that. I there's Wolf always Mother that... White Stripes. What's that? Wolf Mother White Stripes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I what were you gonna say? No, I, I they um <clears throat> there always was this sort of like uh 
you know, when you listen to like musicians or whatever, for whatever reason, the authenticity uh, plays a factor. At least for me, like I don't know. Uh, and then you know the these guys, uh, their first like few albums, whatever. Like they met in college. They were like college guys in whatever the late nineties, and they were like, "Have you heard of Howlin' Wolf?" You know. <laughs> Like it, it's sure. a bunch of like it, it it's whatever the modern equivalent is of like the eighties white blues guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the every generation has their own right incarnation of the white blues. Totally. Guy. Not even not even like, you know, they're good blues white blues musicians, right? Rye Cooter. Your your SRVs. Your Your SRVs. Your uh I don't know, other guys, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I mean the, these guys—they're like—they're uh, like they always came off to me as like college kids who like had like uh, some blues CDs or whatever and got really into those and they were like, we could do this, you know? <laughs> it's five notes. Yeah, five it's notes only five notes. per octave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's no problem. I yeah, yeah I don't know. It's, no, whatever. that's fine. Yeah. How about this? Yeah. T- to each their own. Oh, look what do at you this. think of that? Who is this I'm doing a podcast with right now? To each dot 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 their own. Nah. That's right. I'm the Buddha. <laughs> you since our last episode, you have turned. I took my shirt on. off. That's what that means. <laughs> I've still got the same shit eating smirk on my face at right. all times, but now I'm also shirtless. <laughs> You're the Buddha, but in the way that like uh, college kids get into Buddhism, <laughs> yeah, and then start a <laughs> shitty two piece band over it. That's right. <laughs> uh, what are what are some other terrible um, sort of bad. modern? Yeah, like what's a, a what's a bad? I, like I don't listen to much modern music. You know, like yeah. a new band or something. You know, it's a bad thing. What's it's that? not like modern. It's like it's throwbacky, right? It's supposed yeah. to be. I think Greta Van Fleet might be the worst thing you ever heard. That <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think that's total bullshit. I mean, I at this point, I almost respect the hustle of it of being like we are the most famous Led Zeppelin tribute band <laughs> on the planet. Yeah, it's all right. It's very royalty free. Uh, <laughs> right. It's like, like when you, you know, there'd be like uh, in a movie or something and they want to use a Led Zeppelin song, but they can't get the rights. So they're like, all right, we need to sound like Led Zeppelin. It's a sound alike song. It's not exactly when the levee breaks, but it's close. Mm-hmm. And you're it, like, people are listening and you're, they're like, oh, this is like kind of. Uh, similar. Maybe it's like a deeper cut that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. And then they look it up and they're like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. My new favorite band. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is an actual band that's built a whole, what's, what's something good you like, Rob? You like anything good that's new ish? Gr- great question. You heard uh, that, uh, that new Queens of the Stone Age album. Is that any good? No, you're a big <sighs> Queens of the Stone Age guy. I, I do like the Queens of the Stone Age. I I feel like this most recent album and then the one before it, Villains. 
Yeah. You know, like the Mark Ronson produced. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, they're not bad necessarily. They're just not my, not my, I don't know, my favorite sort of uh, shit from the Queens of the Stone Age, you know? They, I think, have kind of, I mean, um, what's the one before that? Like Clockwork? Is that what that one's called? Yeah. That's a great album. I I love um, that album. They've it's like it's very weird in parts and like uh, sincere and like I don't know. It feels like it's coming from like a I don't know a natural progression of the yeah, band. Yeah, know? I think uh, I don't know the past couple albums just like songwriting wise. I feel like they've really settled into a groove. Mm-hmm. You know, I I've only listened to that new album like once through, but. It just, yeah, I don't know. It feels very kind of rote, I guess. Just by the numbers a little bit. It's a little, right. Like, in listening to the new album, I was like, this kind of sounds like some of their other albums, which I don't, you know, I don't hate. Also, is it just me? Am I, like, the problem here as far as, like... All right, Taylor Swift. What's that? All right, Taylor Swift. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like, there, have I just grown out one. of this? You know, that could be. I mean, yeah, right. It's also like, yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's like, bound to happen. Yeah, it's bound to happen. That's why, like, I heard somebody else, uh, a different podcast, talking about the new Queens of the Stone Age album, and they didn't like it. And they're like, I get excited for like three things a year, like. <laughs> One album, a movie, and maybe a TV show. Yeah. And that's very disappointing. <laughs> there's a... All right. Well, on a cheerier note, there's a band sure. called Geese. Not to be confused with the band Goose, which is annoying. Uh, yeah. th- that is a jam band. I don't condone that kind of behavior. <laughs> right. <laughs> there, I, there, I heard one of their songs on the radio. It's like, fine. But... um there's a band called Geese. Mm-hmm. Highly, they just put a new album out. Highly recommend that. I probably sent you their previous album at some point because when I heard, it, I was like, "This is so fucking sick," and it is. <laughs> it's just the last album's like very. It's like I don't know. Is it spelled like geese? Yeah, like flock of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna check this out. Oh, um, Idols. Love idols. Oh sure, sure. You know. That's another. Um, I mean, they are. There's. That's one where I'm like, there's an expiration date on this for me. Like even oh, as sure. I'm enjoying it, it's like you know you're having the best summer of your life, and the whole time hanging over it, there's just that melancholy that someday will end. Because it's just like yeah, yeah. How you know? It's just a guy's a, a Cockney scream. It's like <laughs> yeah. I know, I yeah, but I think they're great. I think they're a great band. A lot of fun. No, I mean, you know, is it just that like every band, there's just always an expiration date? Like no matter what, you're just like, they might have like one or two songs moving yeah. forward, but like at a certain point, you're just like, I'm just not on board with the direction they're going. Well, I remember hearing uh, Del Paxton talk to someone I can't remember who. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, about just this very thing, right? He's talking about. Uh, being in a band fell apart pretty quickly. Right. Uh, oh, I think it was, you know who it was? It was Guy Patterson from The Wonders. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that, um, uh, the, yeah, the 
band from the, the drummer. 60s or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, he was talking about how, you know, the wonders fell apart after only a few months, and uh, mm. Dell's line was something like, for, you know, some bands I've been in, that's a few months too long. Mm. So there you go. He, uh, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah, um, I actually... Uh, there's a quotes page of uh, just Del Paxing quotes. He says, uh, ain't, ain't no way to keep a band together. Bands come and go. You got to keep playing, no matter with who. That's right. That's, that's I right. mean, that's good advice. That's great advice. Yeah. This is about, this is a podcast about the comic book Lock and Key. <laughs> head Games, <laughs> issue six. That's right. We may, maybe we're playing some head games with you guys. <laughs> Uh, we yeah, it's it's almost as though before we started this, we opened up our heads and took out our memory of what the show was supposed to be about. Uh, uh, Dan, this is the last issue in the arc. Yep. Um, we've uh, seen some really horrendous stuff happen in this uh, this arc, and it doesn't it doesn't. Uh, Seeing horrendous things doesn't end here. I mean, there's more. It's just nonstop. It's just always bad, bad news for our main characters here. Hey, I mean, would you read a comic that was just about them having fun with keys? I actually would. I'm. I kind. Yeah, I might like that. <laughs> yeah. If there was like a children's version of this where it was just like fun times with the keys or whatever, well, might yeah. I might read it. We need to. I hope there's some more space for fun, right? Like, I, I will say, I'm a little bored of this key. I need a new key soon. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. This this key has gone on long enough. <laughs> Truly, and it's just. It's like, just this key. We got other it keys. Is. Yeah, we got. I, we got the anywhere key. Yeah, we there, got the. I mean, there's infinite possibilities when it comes to keys what like you could do yeah. anything yeah well All i'm just right. saying even within the arsenal that we're aware of the stuff that's yes. already been introduced it's like i feel like we're relying very heavily on this one device the one yeah for true. what themes get the hell out of here get out of my podcast yeah, get out themes. of my head oh stop Right. So here we go. We're looking at the cover right now. We got um, Dodge, parentheses, girl style. Yep. And she's holding the head key, parentheses, mm-hmm. huge style. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, wait a second. Keys aren't that huge. Yeah, that's. that's Surely this was a printing error, and uh, this won't make sense as we read the comic. Well. Yeah. On the contrary. Yeah, it does make sense. It does make sense. So, yes. um, Not, I don't know, not a lot to discuss on this cover, I don't think. No, it is what it is. Uh, This is just sort of, um, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) What? No, I was just moving right along. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can move right along. Um, I, I was, like, looking at this cover to see if there was anything, like, a little Easter egg or something like that. Yeah, I mean it does sort of mirror the first issue in the in the arc with, with uh, what's his name Bodhi when it's like the side of his 
like a what, mm. is, what, what is that called like a seg- segment what is, what is it called when you uh cut something in half like that like a cross section right is cross that what section you call that's it? the word yeah. okay cross section of Bodhi's head and this is i mean it is the head key uh that's similar but i don't know uh the head key also sort of i mean it's much more um uh anatomical than i expected it to yeah be. yeah you don't really you know, appreciate it yeah that's eh, eh, fine um <laughs> what are you doing stop don't <laughs> i did not realize what you were doing at first <laughs> what are you doing i wanted to say um well, you know what we have here, Dan, is a little bit of a like a, a little Tarantino uh, telling nonlinear storytelling here. Whoa, Th- this issue Tarantino's great invention, <laughs> yeah. nonlinear storytelling. <laughs> the ve- yeah, this also issue takes place in in the midst of the last issue. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I'll say this. Yeah. This is this is the very thing we were complaining about with the stand. This is a great counterpoint to show how nonlinear storytelling can be effective, not yeah. a complete and utter drag. Yeah, uh, they should have ca- they should have called that. I wish I would have thought of this last week. They should have called the show the uh, the sit or even the lay down because that's what I wanted to do while I was watching it. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't say that on the episode? I'm positive. Familiar. I mean, hmm. that's because I've got like one move, <laughs> so it's all just variations on my one move. So yeah, yeah. I probably right. You didn't say it, but I probably expected you to say it. Yes. Yeah. That's probably what it was. It's a shame because then we could have talked about. You could have been like, "Wait, what? Do you usually stand when you watch TV and movies?" And I could have. I probably could have done something pretty fucking funny with that. <laughs> I probably right. could have tore the lid off that. Yeah. Hey, speaking of tearing the lid there off, there you things, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we join. Luke and oh, I'm oh Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. I'm always yeah. forgetting her name. Which already is, in progress here. Yeah. Um, um, Luke yeah. is uh, first panel. Ellie looks distressed for the first time in the whole series. Not. She's always distressed. <laughs> yeah. That's her. The, yeah. This is just. It's a drag. This is her face like the whole time. Yeah. She's. Um, I, this is a real insight to just how horrible this poor woman's life has always been. Oh my god. This issue. I know. So. Uh, Luke is like grabbing her by the face, and she says that famous line that Rob quoted before: "What are you doing? <laughs> Stop! Don't." <laughs> um, um, and. Yeah. Uh, Luke is just sort of, as he's been doing the whole time, he's touring, toying with her. He's like, why don't you stop me? Make me stop. You can't. Oh, wait, that's right. You can't. Because uh, I'm living in your head and I'm altering your memories in real yeah. time. So this. So this issue, right uh, in the last issue, we had uh, Dodge sort of. I mean, he was all over the map. He was going everywhere. He was dipping into uh, uh, the evidence locker at the mm-hmm. police station to to rummage through the box of guns they have. Um, he went to what's his name, uh, uh, Uncle Duncan and Brian's house. 
fucked with them a good deal. Um, and this takes place in between that. This is the in the last issue when Dodge like he comes back to Ellie's house and she's laying there and she says, "Help me." And then he like sort of ominously like stands over and he says, "I'm about to." Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is that moment. This is what happens. Right. Um, I was yeah. Just There's also about. like Ellie's arc in this whole story has just been like a descent. She's she's the longer Luke is around, the the worse she's falling apart. Um, yeah. That the moment in the last issue where she's sitting in like an ice cold shower. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is coming hot on the heels of that. Yeah. Um, hopefully, um, in the end we can see some sort of a happy ending for, uh, for Ellie, but I don't know if that's going to happen here. Do you remember what happens? I really, I don't. Um, I have blocked, uh, blocked it out of my mind. Mm, took Too that much head trauma. key. Too took much. that head key. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, if so, I had the head key, I'd be emptying my head out once a month. <laughs> yeah. I'd be getting a fresh start. Yeah. Be like, like running, uh, like anti malware software on your, uh, yeah, computer. Exactly. Just like, I just got to free up some space. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> just had a really rough day. Hold on. Let me just dig around in here and get that out of there. Uh huh. Let me, uh, what's this pentatonic scale all about? All right. Let me put that in Ooh. there. <laughs> Hello. Oh, that's the only thing. The that's the only thing in there, and suddenly I can't get enough of these black keys. <laughs> if you have, I just can't get enough. If you have that scale and no other ideas in your head, <laughs> being so mean for no reason, perfectly. Did, did you like when um, uh, the guy from the you know guitar player from Black Keys and Jack White got into a fist fight? Um, wow, that's a real, I hope everybody <laughs> loses. Whoever wins, we lose. Alien versus Predator situation. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, whoever wins, we lose, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. The, all you can hope is that they punch each other at the exact same time <laughs> and knock each other out. Yeah, a double knockout. Just get a break from from Jack White. That sounds nice. <laughs> Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, it, it does. He's uh, like the opposite of like... Bear with me here. It's like yeah, the right. opposite of a like a, a real housewife or like an aging, <clears throat> aging actor who gets too much plastic surgery to try to look younger and, and in, becomes grotesque. He <laughs> has been dressing like an old ghost since he was in like his mid-20s. And that right. has made him grotesque. Yeah. 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 Um, and annoying. His, it's very annoying being old timey like that. Yeah. I, honestly, uh, the worst thing to happen uh, is the internet be, and being able to just like conjure up interviews or whatever with these people at any moment or like their social media or whatever. Having way too much access to like somebody like Jack White who is. Annoying. A bit of a pill. Um, yeah. And he's got his little powder blue hair or whatever, and he's like 50 years old. I Dude, know, what the hell with the powder blue hair? 
I don't know. Oh my god, he's he's doing a whole thing. It's a, he's committing to the bit is what he's doing. He's one of these blue hair social justice warriors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm always hearing the Bill Mars <laughs> of the world complaining about. You ever um, you ever see the Prestige? Uh, is that the which the one? Magic is? one, the Christian. Uh, well, there yeah, are Christian two Bell. magic ones. There's the yeah, Prestige the with- <laughs> and the Illusionist. I've seen the Ed Norton one. You've seen The Illusionist. I've seen not the, the I've Prestige. only seen The Illusionist. Yes. <laughs> well, I love oh, that for turn, you. Don't turn and your nose up at The Illusionist. No, no. I, Paul I, Giamatti's I, in it. How dare I you? I know. Well, I I saw it too. It's not bad. I just think it's funny that like. The Prestige completely overshadows that movie. Sure, yeah. And, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I didn't see that one. <laughs> My whole life, Rob, I'm back in the wrong horse. I went to, I've been to Katz's Deli one time in my life. You know what I ordered? A roast beef sandwich with mayonnaise. That's true. Cold roast beef. They they looked at me like I was crazy. They were like, all right, well, I guess we'll go get that out of the back. <laughs> Can I just have a turkey sandwich, please? <laughs> just yeah. like going to and just treating it like a regular deli where yeah. you're just getting lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Not, yeah. That's very funny. Yeah. My whole life. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, what happens in I, the prestige? Well, it, it is prestige, whatever. Christian Bale's a uh, musician. Musician? That's no, nothing. That's not, not a, a musician no. or a magician. <laughs> I, I think. Um, <laughs> What, there are bands that would qualify as musicians, oh. like the intersection of the two. I feel like yeah. a dream theater embodies both energies. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah, magi- I mean, it's probably right there. It's magician culture. It's musician <laughs> culture. <laughs> right. Or like a trans-Siberian orchestra. Okay, I, I see. You know what I mean? Going. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I think. Anyway, yeah. a- any band where like someone's probably wearing a vest... Yeah, I, I'm thinking of like, man, remember like, uh, you, you know, like Richie Blackmore, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like anything he's done in the past like 40 years <laughs> yeah. has been like magician, musician, M- musician. <laughs> M- yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, that works. Um, but it, it, whatever, they're magicians. Uh, Christian Bale and uh, what's his name, Huge Jackman. Yes. Um, and they're talking about like uh, like Christian Bale is so committed to being a, a magician, right? And they go to see this uh, guy perform magic or whatever, and the guy is he's made up to look like an old Asian man who like sort of like um, and you like and this it, movie? Oh, oh, mm. it's good, Dan. <laughs> no, whatever. Um, but the guy is not old. And I don't know if he's Asian. That's neither here nor there. But um, tell you where it, like, it's not he, Asia. In, the, in during the show, he like out of nowhere just like sort of produces a fishbowl with a fish in it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like the trick. And what he what this guy is doing is he has the fishbowl on him at all times, always like a hundred percent of the time. He just like keeps it between his knees when he's walking. Right. Um, so Christian Bale is talking about like how committed he is. This guy is to magic and like the illusion of it all. Right. Mm. And Hugh Jackman is like just a regular kind of magician. He's just like, I just, you know, meat and potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. I just fucking do the things. Um, 
that's what I feel like Jack White is trying to do. He's trying to be that guy with the fishbowl who's like always in character. Yeah. But like when he wakes up in the morning, who is he? He's is he the annoying guy that's like chewing on a piece of straw, uh, playing like- my my mental image of him. It's pre blue hair. It's I believe it's from it might get loud. Yeah, I feel yeah. like there's a clip of him. Uh, he's wearing leather gloves, uh-huh. smoking a cigarillo. Yeah, driving his like Dracula style old <laughs> old car. His like. Model T. Yeah, that's incredibly annoying. <laughs> is doing that around Nashville and just like ugh, every every single aspect of that. Right. Terrible. All right. We got to we got to talk about lock and key here. We're 40 minutes in and we're on page one. <laughs> right. Uh, also, we're going to take a, a short break and we'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 